the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I love the verse in John 14, 1. It says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. And that's Jesus. And he's talking about eternity. Right after this verse, he talks about heaven. He talks about, I've prepared a place for you. I have a home for you. And then he's like, trust. Can't you guys just trust in me? And I think that's the most important thing when it comes to healing, whether it's physical, spiritual, or emotional, is we have to fully, relentlessly trust God in everything. And that's so hard to do. I was thinking about when I was in high school because we did a trust fall. So you had to stand up on this large telephone pole, fall back and let your youth group friends catch you. And when it was my turn, I froze and I literally wouldn't, couldn't do it. And I learned over time, looking back on that incident, I had to learn to trust people. I had to really learn to trust God and to trust people. And so this is kind of a fun message. It's I gave you this message at the church next door. It's on the west side of Columbus. That's our home church. If you haven't been there, I hope you'll come visit us. But I gathered some youth kids and one of the girls, Juliana, actually does the trust fall from the stage into the arms of her youth group friends, totally trusting them to catch her. I think the whole church was like, oh, and, and gasped, but they caught her. They caught her and God will catch you. So that's what we're talking about. I want you to listen to this. Here we go. Healing prayer. It is camp. And so this is our fourth lesson on prayer. There's so much, we could have probably done 20 on prayer, but tonight my role was healing prayer, and I'm very excited about healing prayer. I hope tonight your faith will be boosted. We also have a concert tonight, so I hope you're in store for a great treat and you're not going to leave. We are going to fellowship. We're going to have a great time. God's going to move. God's going to do some wonderful things. Can we start with a quick prayer? Lord, I thank you for everyone in this room. I thank you that you are with us. I thank you that we are together. I thank you that you're a healer. I thank you that we can pray and we give you this time in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, the first verse I wanted to start with was Jesus in John 14. Jesus himself said, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. And trust also in me. I love the word trust in this passage. This is right before he's telling his disciples, guess what? I'm going to go to heaven and I'm going to prepare a place for you. There's going to be home for you in all of eternity. 
And right before he tells them that he's got a home for you and for me and for the disciples in heaven, he says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in me. So the context of that verse is so powerful, isn't it? I think the last two years, the biggest question, the biggest thing hanging over everyone's mind has been, but what if I die? But what if I'm the one that dies? What if someone I love dies? And we've all had to wrestle that down, haven't we? And I think that this verse is very encouraging because Jesus says, don't let your hearts be troubled. We've had to wrestle with the eternity question, and we've had to think about, do I really, really, really trust God? Can I really, really, really trust him with my future, with my eternity? And I believe we can. We can trust him. So I I have a few teenagers here tonight. They're going to illustrate this for me. Come, come, come. And Juliana is our brave one. I hope you guys can see this from over there. So Juliana's going to come up here. This is called the trust fall. As we go through life, we have to learn to trust, don't we? So this is sweet Juliana. Hey, and this is Andrew, our new youth pastor. Everybody say hey. I'm so excited. Okay, put your arms out. Now, whatever you do, don't drop her. Okay, are you ready? You're the strong man. Okay, get, I'm, I'm serious. Are you ready, Andrew? Do you trust him? Yeah. These are your youth friends? Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah. All right, Juliana, trust them. Okay, here you go. <laughs> wow. That will make that verse a little bit brighter in your heart, won't it? That is what Jesus is asking all of us to do, to fully and completely trust him. Good job, you guys. I know you already clapped, but (laughs) oh, I love it. So we can experience healing through trust. We're going to trust him on this earth, and we're going to trust him in heaven. We're going to fully, fully trust him. This was so important that Jesus said it's a commandment. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all of your mind. And that is trust. You may need healing in your body. You may need healing in your mind. You may need healing in your heart, in your spirit. But we're going to trust him with all of that. Moses said in Deuteronomy 6, The same exact thing. He said to trust the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. And he says, these commandments I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road. Put them on the door frames of your homes and on your gates. So Jesus is quoting what he learned from Moses. So from the beginning to the end of the Bible, trust with all your heart. And I love what Moses goes a step further in Deuteronomy 6 to say, we're going to write this on our, literally on the doorpost of our home. So we can experience healing through the scripture. This is another way that all of us can experience healing. Declaration 
memorization and repetition of the scripture can help us to receive healing. I have a healing packet in the back at the resource center with 23 verses. If any of you want it, these are free. They're in the gold bags. You can have that. So I take the scripture and I hold on to it for dear life and I speak it out loud. You speak it over your life. You stand on it. How, why do we do that? Because God's word is truth. You're just reminding him of his promises. You can stand on and depend on his word. And if you need especially physical healing, you need to gather your scriptures together. And you need to declare them over your mind, over your body every single day until they belong to you. Until they are part of who you are. It says in Jeremiah 17, 14, heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me and I will be saved. You are my praise. And Isaiah 53, surely he has bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. So for some of you, all of us at some point face a life altering hurt, don't we? But it says that surely he carries that too. So maybe you need healing in your heart. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded, that's Jesus, for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of, his, of our peace was upon him. Our peace. By his stripes, we are healed. That is a scripture you can pray and declare over your life. If you need peace, if you need wholeness, if you need healing physically. I've been doing Psalm 91. And a friend challenged me to do this twice a day as my medicine. You know, in Proverbs, it says that his word is our medicine. His word is your medicine. So take it twice a day, maybe three times a day. How, how often do you take your other medicine? Well, take the word as your medicine the same amount as you take your other medicines. So we're going to do that and and apply it, apply it to your life. It says in Psalm 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I've been praying that, saying that over and over and over again, because there's healing in that. When we dwell with the Lord, when we are in his word, That is one of the ways, one of the many, many ways that you're going to receive physical healing. Another way is we can experience healing through leading and serving, leading and serving. And when we lead and when we serve, miracles are released. So don't be found not leading and don't be found not serving the Lord, because this is when His miracles are released, and you see them in your midst. When I left Kenya once, and I never told this story. I maybe told it to Doyle or my mom or somebody, but when I left after about the third mission trip, I saw God do so many incredible things that I just left my glasses behind, and I never put them back on. (laughs) This is a pretty fine print. (laughs) Miracles are released when we're leading and we're serving. And the miracle is this. It's creative. A miracle is sometimes instant. A miracle is a miracle. 
It's different than a healing. Healings are progressive. Healings can happen over time. With a healing, you can go from strength to strength, as it says in Psalms. And we have access to both healing and miracles. So be expecting miracles to be released. Be looking for them as you're leading and serving. I love this story in 1 Kings 17 because this is Elijah. I was recently on the top of Mount Carmel overlooking the Jezreel Valley where the last great war is going to take place before the return of Christ. It's pretty incredible. You can see all of Israel, so much of Israel from up there. And I just imagine Elijah in the days of Mount Carmel and being up there when King Ahab was around and Jezebel was around. And Elijah, as he was leading in all boldness, he said, there's going to be a famine for three years. A famine for three years. Can you imagine the courage it would take to tell a nation there's going to be a famine for three years? Wow. So that's what Elijah did. And then God said, okay, I want you to go to the Kiriath Ravine because that's where I'm going to take care of you. So he kind of ran off. (laughs) Elijah did. I would too if I had just told the whole nation there's going to be a famine for three years. So he goes off and literally God provides for Elijah with ravens. He provides him food and water, water in the ravine. And then one day it dried up. So now what's Elijah supposed to do? Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.